Welcome to the Mission Show with Luis Cardoso and Albert Canfield. This is our episode number two, and today we'll be sharing about what is mission. Albert, it's really great to start this second episode of our podcast, and I would like to start sharing what is not mission. Because when I go to churches to preach or teach about mission, there is a lot of confusion out there. And I see four main groups in churches that are really dealing with confusion with the term and with missions in general. The first group, I would say, is people with good intention, but that group that thinks that everything that we do in our church is mission. That group that thinks that no matter if we are giving soap on the street or no matter if we are renting one of the rooms in our church, that is mission. Whatever we do, even if there's never mentioned Jesus, even if there's sin involved, whatever we do, that's mission. Because whatever the people of the church is involved, it's mission. I remember one of my previous churches, they rented one of the rooms in the church for a tennis table group to come and play. They would come, they were not Christians, they never had a word of Christianity or anything else. But the people in our church were really proud that was a great mission of the church, to allow people to play table tennis. And Jesus was being glorified through that. I said, yes, that's a great community initiative, but let's preach Jesus to them. Let's, let's make friendship. Let's invite them for something. And they thought that for the fact that they were in church premises, that was enough. That was mission. A second group, Albert, that I see is that group that when missions are mentioned in church, they will hold their wallet. Is that group that thinks, all right, today's the mission service, they will ask money. Or they will bring a missionary with a sad story or with a big need and will be challenged to build a church in Cambodia or send a missionary to Brazil or help the street kids of India or even go to some poverty pocket in the UK and help that Why did I come today or why did I brought my wallet today? Because I know that I'll give more than I want. A third group is that amazing group with good intention again, but that have no clue what a missionary or mission is. They think, Albert, that a missionary or mission is like a Indiana Jones of the past. It's like, wow, they put their nice hat their weird clothes and they will go to a foreign land and they will fight with snakes during the day and preach to Satanists during the evening and they will fight some holy wars and, you know, like, like Indiana Jones of some movies. And that's what they will do. They will win thousands for Christ. They will physically fight with people from other religions. And you know what? They will come every three or four years to share how great were their experience when they were in jail for six months without food, or when they were bringing people back from the dead, or when they were fighting aliens or people from other religions that were trying to conquer the earth. And you know what? I know they have good intention, but this glamorous idea of mission, or that idea that mission only happens in a very, very far away land, in a foreign land that... Wow, it's so different from whatever we do that, you know what, let's just watch it at a distance. It's unhelpful because we know mission happens everywhere and most missionaries are exactly like you and me and not this Indiana Jones of the past. And the fourth group that is also think that in the wrong way, 
they think that mission was a big deal in the past. You know what? Mission in the past was really great when the Moravians and other groups, they would go in missions and they would take a, a casket and they would put their clothes on this casket and they would go and they would die and be buried over there on that land. So in the past, mission was a great thing. We conquered the world. England helped that. America helped that. The whole Portugal helped that. And, you know, we did amazing things in the past. But nowadays, we no longer need missions or missionaries. This is outdated and, you know, we don't really need that. These four groups, they have good intention, but they have misinformation of what mission is, what a missionary is. Albert, can you help the people that are listening to us today to start to understand what is mission? First of all, it's important to clarify that the mission is not ecclesiocentric. What I mean is... The church has a mission because, first of all, Jesus and God the Father has a mission. In John chapter 20, verse 21, Jesus said to his disciples, As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. So even before the beginnings of the church in Pentecost, Jesus started his ministry guided by the mission of God. So the mission precedes the church. The mission precede the ministry of Christ. The mission started in the heart of God. And this is the first part and the first step of the understanding of what is mission. Mission has all about God, not all about the church. So we must take this ecclesiocentric focus on mission and put the focus on mission on God. It started with God, is maintained by God, and is guided by God in his church. It's not the church of God that has a mission in the world, but it's the God of mission who has a church in the world. This phrase explains what comes first. And first of all, we can understand that the purpose of the church is the mission of God. We talk a lot of the mission of God today. There's a, a famous expression, the mission day, that was first used in 1952 in the International Missionary Council. And this phrase, a lot of other authors like David Bosch, Andrew Kirk, and others developed this idea of the mission day. But is the primary point, the primary understanding that the mission is something from the heart of God and not something exclusive of the church or generated by the church. So what is mission day? I will quote David Bosch who says, That is God's self-revelation as the one who loves the world, God's involvement in and with the world, the nature and activity of God, which embraces both the church and the world. Luis, could you tell us the difference between mission and missions? Yeah, that's a lot of confusion out there. I agree with you. But let's try to start to grasp what it is. And... For those who are listening to us, there are few books that we would recommend, right, Albert, that people, if they want to know more and, and go to really study a little bit more about missiology and all that. What is Mission from Jay Kirk is, is a classic that we definitely recommend and uh, we, we read constantly about it. The second one is about David Bosch, Transforming Mission. This is, I think, the number one classic about Mission and missiology in the world. And David Bosch says 
about this Misha Day. He says that the classical doctrine of the Misha Day as God the Father sending the Son and God the Father and the Son sending the Holy Spirit was expanded to include either another movement, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit sending the church into the world. So for him, mission is connected to the Misha Day, that is connected to the mission of God. That, that's what means Misha Day. So mission is the act of God sending Jesus or coming, stepping into the world to save the world, to transform the world. Remember what uh, David Livingstone said, God had one son and made him a missionary. So this Misha Day was God stepping to the world to save through Jesus Christ. So he came, he saved, he started. Then missions become the activity of the church. This book that we mentioned about Andrew Kirk, he has a phrase on page 31 that says, To clarify the nature of mission is to answer the question, What is the church for? It is entirely for the purpose for which God called it into being. It has no liberty, therefore, to invent its own agenda. It is a community in response to the Misha Day, bearing witness to God's activity in the world by its communication of the good news of Jesus Christ in word and deed. So, mission is all about God, all about what God did, all about what God sent Jesus and step into the world. God and Jesus sent the Holy Spirit. And this is all the salvific action of God. Missions is the movement of the church in connect this action and will of God to this lost people that were you and I and everybody else that is listening to us. This is missions. The World Council of Churches, they have a definition of that. They say that missions become for Christians an urgent inner compulsion, even a powerful task and criterion for authentic life in Christ, rooted in the profound demands of Christ's love, to invite others to share in the fullness of life that Jesus came to bring. So, mission is the act of God. Missions is the response, is the consequence of the church that goes and moves in the power of the Spirit, to bring glory to God. Or, like Patrick Johnstone says, any activity in which Christians are involved for world evangelization, that is mission. So, any activity that people of God will do to bring evangelization, to bring the proclamation of the gospel to the world, that is missions. So, churches and people out there, in the name of Jesus, understand We are not called to be a letting agency. We are not called to be an entertaining place. We are not called to be a place where people will come and have nice tea. This is not to be church. This is not to do mission. To do missions, to do and continue the work of Jesus Christ in us, is to work in activities that will proclaim Jesus, that will promote the world evangelization, Even if it's a second goal of the project. Some people will give food and that's amazing in the world that we need. We have to do it. But after we give in food, then we can share the message. Or we can build bridges for later on spread the message. But we need to have a goal to communicate that 
in the middle of whatever we do. What do you think about that, Pastor Albert? The mission is the telos of the church. The church exists for the mission of God. Using Bosch words, missions is a particular form related to specific times, places, or needs of participation in the mission day. Luis, how can we understand this in a practical way? Albert, as a good Brazilian, let me explain this in football terms. When we think about the Missio Day, it's like God is saying and setting the football team and saying, I want it to win. My will is to breathe over these people, to reveal my tactics, how they can win. And when they win, the trophy will be to be with me. That is the Missio Day. And then God will train and help and send and equip us and send his team to go there. His team is you and I, our churches, the community of Christians out there, every people that wants to communicate and to proclaim and to achieve the goal. The goal that God set on his mission day to win the championship, to win the game. But we as a team, we have our particular tasks and duties and roles and positions to play. So some will play in defense, some will be strikers, some will be middle field. And that, that's great. But all of them have a mission that is beyond whatever they are doing. And they will win if they all achieve that and achieve the mission day. That is the will of God to win. But in a team, you have different roles. You have the coach, you have all the coaches behind of that, training people to achieve what they need to achieve in the field. But when they are there, everyone will play their speciality to get to the same result, to win the game, to win the championship, and on this way, glorify God and achieve what God wants. I remember a story that involved you and I in a church planting project in a poor community around our city, the city of Curitiba. We received an invitation from a family that desired to open their house to start a church there. And after a few moments of prayer and uh, a few arrangements with the family, we started the first gathering in that place. It was in the beginning very simple. We answered the call of that family. We answered the call of God. We feel that God was with us in, in that mission. But even before our work there, God already were doing a great work, awakening their hearts and put the desire to be part of his church and his mission. When we heard the call of the Lord and the call of that family, we start our missions and we engage it in what God were doing that place. And the result of this church planting project was a living church in that neighbor. And today we, we have uh, around uh, 100 people there uh, gathering every week. And we can look back and see how God, even the beginning of all this history, started with his mission and how the church, how I and Luis and other persons listened to this call and did missions. And the result was a church for the glory of God. And Luis, could you tell us a story about mission and missions? Yeah. When I was a minister in the island of Gansey, I was there for four years. I was sharing with people the need to start discipleship groups, what we called on the time cell groups. 
and was an evangelistic group where people would present Jesus and share the gospel and lead people to Christ and nurture and disciple them after that. I had a lady that came to our groups. She was 70 years old and she was amazing. She was a Christian for a long time, but she never had the privilege to win someone for Christ. So I remember when she started her group with elderly people and was amazing. She was so happy. She was winning people to Christ, evangelizing and discipling them and was great. But one day she called me and she discovered that she had cancer and was an untreatable cancer. And I remember that I, I drove to her house. I looked at her and I hugged her. We prayed together. And I said, my sister, let's stop the cell group. Let's focus in your healing. And you know what? Just just do that and, and I'll try to take care of the rest. She stopped. She looked at me and said, Pastor, it took more than 70 years for me to discover the purpose of my life. I always knew that God wanted to save the world. But now I'm part of this process. I have the privilege to see God saving people and using me to communicate his gospel and using me to save and to do evangelization. So don't take this away from me. Allow me to die doing what God has started and what he wants me to do. And Albert, that touched my heart. And for the next couple of years that I was in the island, she won a lot of people to Jesus. And she's still a great example of someone that knows what God wants to do and joined and did her part. So you can see that the Missio Day and missions at the same moment happening to the glory of God. So that's it, Albert. We are all called to know what is mission because we are called to discern what God is doing, what he did, and what he wants to do in our lives and through our lives. This is the Mission Show. Thank you very much for being with us today. Feel free to send your questions, doubts, or suggestions to us at www.cntmission.com. We are back next week, and we will be talking about faith and science. A good chat with the Professor Daniel Rui Pereira. God bless you. Until next week.